Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. We are a church with open hearts, open minds, and open doors who are making disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. And we do that by offering our sermons for you online. And so we hope you enjoy listening to today's sermon. This is one of my favorite stories in Luke's gospel. Um, This is a story that um, we use at sixth grade camp to teach that an attitude of gratitude shows grace as we work through sixth grade camp. And, and, and the way that I love to tell this story is I love to story tell this story. And so follow along with me in your Bibles as I tell the story how I tell the sixth grade camp kids. So one day a friend of mine, actually nine friends of mine, we were, we were going to do some kind of craziness. I don't know. We're, we're teenagers. I, we're just kids. We don't know how, what we're going to do. We're just going to go do something. But we have this problem. See, we're teenage boys, and teenage boys, we don't shower very well, and so we've developed this, this skin disease that, that no one wants to be around us, and, and not only mention, we're from the other side of the tracks, nobody wants to be around us at all, uh, those Jewish people have nothing to do with us, we're just, we're just Samaritans with leprosy, and we were walking along one day, and we saw this dude, this guy, he just looked holy. He looked really holy. Do you, do you know what that looks like? That, that looks like, you know, someone that I needed to go say, show us mercy. And so I convinced my nine friends, hey, let, let's go talk to this guy. He looks interesting. And so we walked up to this man, and, and we said, Lord, Master, show us mercy. And just with a nod of his head, our leprosy was gone. And my heart sunk in that moment because I was in this place, this, this spiritual place that I was standing on holy ground that I was around someone who was God. And in that moment, I knew that I was in the presence of the Lord. We started walking away to go back to do our hood rat things, and, and we were walking away, and I just felt it on my heart that I had to go back and thank him for what he did for me. And I told my friends, hey, hey, let's actually go thank this guy for what he did for me. And they didn't want to have anything of it. They had something else in mind. And so they left, and I went back. And I fell to this man's feet and said, thank you, Lord. Thank you. And he asked me to stand up, and, and he noticed that I was a Samaritan. But he asked, where are your friends, the other nine? Didn't I heal them too? And in this whole moment, I couldn't say anything because, well, I'd been healed. I feel like I was in the presence of the Lord. You know how those moments go when you're in those holy moments? You have nothing to say. Then just, uh, they went that way. And all, all this man named Jesus said to me was, get up and go. Your faith has healed you. And ever since that moment, my life has never been the same, that I have to share that story with everyone, that I have to share that, that, that this man changed and transformed my life, and all I did was say thank you. I tell this story like this to those sixth grade kids because I want them to understand that the power of gratitude changes lives. 
And when we live this, this thanksgiving life, we, we live out of what God gives us, that abundance of love and grace that, that God gives us. And all he wants us to do is to share it with the world, not hoard it in. When we hoard in that light, we're not doing what God tells us to do. I love what he says, what Jesus tells the man, get up and go. Your faith has healed you. Not telling the man not to say, don't tell me, don't tell anybody who I am. Not giving any instructions on what to do. He just says, get up and go. Because he knows, Jesus knows that his life will be a very testimony to a changed and transformed life with an attitude of gratitude. Now, church, when we live that kind of life, we can change the world for the kingdom of God. When we live a life of attitude of grace and, and love to everyone, we can change people's lives. And you as a church over the years have made differences in people's lives. 175 years, 174 to be exact, of life-transforming opportunities. But it doesn't just stop here. You have to get up and go out into the world and embrace it and show it what God's love looks like. Love, not condemnation. If you notice, Jesus doesn't point to the other nine and say, well, they're horrible people. They don't get their healing now. I'm rescinding their healing. He lets them go. Because I'm sure that's a seed planting moment. I'm sure eventually, maybe later on, we don't, you know, we don't know the rest of the story. We don't have the Paul Harvey rest of the story. We just have the little segment that they left. We don't know that maybe Jesus planted in their hearts an act of transformation. And so I want to challenge you this week to, to think about how you're living out God's love in your life. How are you sharing that with the world? Are you like this man? Are you so grateful that you have to share that thanks to God and to others? This week, um, my initial person that I was going to have wasn't able to, to, we weren't able to connect. We played phone tag a lot today, and I lost. Um, and so I asked Nick. Uh, Nick happened to be the first person I ran into this morning. Uh, but Nick shares some good words for you to hear today. And so I, wanna, I want you to listen to what Nick has to offer today. Hi, I'm Nick Shaw Boland, the youth director here at Tahlequah First United Methodist Church. Uh, one of the reasons I am thankful for the church is because whenever we first came to college, our first semester, a while back now, uh, we went to several different churches throughout uh, mainly the campus on NSU, but we even expanded out to churches that are 20, 30 minutes away. And none of those churches were really a good fit for us. They just didn't, you know, accept our ideas and they didn't have the same kind of feeling that the Methodist Church did. So we started out going to the Wesley Foundation, and we started going there, started attending Wednesday night table talk, and then we started, getting, we started to participate in the Wesley and started helping out with the lunches and everything else, and the Wesley really started to become our home. And so eventually we started expanding out into the bigger church, and we started coming to Sunday services and, you know, some of the other small group programs. And then our friends started coming with us from the Wesley. We're in the second pew now, and there's usually like six or seven of us sitting there. Um, 
And so even the church has started to become our home. And another thing I'm thankful for is uh, currently I am the youth director here at the church, and it gives me a great opportunity to speak to people who are younger than me and talk to them and help them out. I didn't think having just a few years difference with some of them that it would have, we would have such a different ideas and different thoughts about things. And it's been a really interesting thing. It's helped me to grow. And I enjoy that we get to do good things and have fun together. Like today is Angel Tree and one of part of Angel Tree. And we're going to do the shopping at, uh, at Target. And we're going to go get them gifts that their parents want to give them. And we're going to be able to mail them the gifts and show them the gifts and show them all the good that their parents and we've done. And I really want to thank the church for that because they've given us the the, they've raised the money and given us the funds. We've raised over $3,000 to give these kids presents from their parents, um, and that's really a great thing. So it's just amazing, this church, how the faith that you guys have has inspired me to grow my faith and inspired me to help out others and love others and do everything I can to be there for everyone. So because of the way that you lived out your faith, you've made a difference in this young man and, and his young wife's family life. And they felt like they had a home and a place that they could call home, a spiritual home. And, and, and that's an important thing in this day and age. It's an important thing in every age. But for Nick to call this place home means that you're doing something right. And now we have a challenge as a church to get up and go to get up and go out into the world and share the good news that God's love care is there for all of us and all God wants from us is us. And when we live that life, we're living a life of thanks living. And that's a challenge that we have to live every day. And so realize that in this challenge, you are not alone. God is right there with you, cheering you on, encouraging you. And so church... It's time to get up and go, and go and share God's love so that way we can grow the kingdom of God together with God's help. God needs us to do just that. So go and show the world, just like the man did in the scripture reading, how thankful you are of God's love and presence in your life. Go and show the world that all this division and hatred is nothing compared to the body of Jesus Christ. Go and share with the world God's love, because when you do that, you will transform the world. Let us pray. We hope you've enjoyed listening today online, and we'd love to for you to come and join us at 10 a.m. Sunday morning or 6.30 p.m. Sunday night. You can find out more about us by going online at TahlequahUMC.org. Thank you, and have a blessed day.